Day 37 in the County of the Omer at a couple of minutes after 8 o'clock on this Monday morning broadcast. Well, some of you may recall that I was down in Washington, D.C. at the invitation of uh, Rabbi Schneier a couple of weeks ago. I spoke about the event on the air. Uh, the event's purpose, essentially, was to thank the uh, government and people of Azerbaijan for uh, being outspoken, outspoken as a uh, majority Muslim country uh, about their love for Israel and their desire to continue the uh, uh, to bridge the gap between Muslim countries and Israel. And they are an exception, obviously, but one that had to be noted, and it was uh, a real pleasure on the 70th anniversary of the founding of the State of Israel to participate in a ceremony and a... Um, and a uh, an event like that. And there, at the uh, event, I had the pleasure of meeting uh, Dr. Robert Stearns. Uh, Bishop Stearns is the founder and executive director of Eagle's Wings, an international Christian organization involved in a variety of outreaches and strategic projects around the world, including three main Israel initiatives. And after speaking with Bishop Stearns and hearing uh, his position uh, regarding Israel, the embassy, etc., I felt it was appropriate uh, in my role representing um, uh, the Jewish world, to whatever extent I do, to have him on and to thank him for the incredible support that we've always heard about, but it was amazing to uh, <laughs> to hear about it directly from somebody when I was down there. Uh, Bishop Stearns, a pleasure to welcome you here to JM in the AM. Well, Boker Tov, and it's uh, <laughs> an honor and a pleasure to be with you, my friend. Boker Tov. You've met Bibi, right? Several times, yes, several I- times. I've had the pleasure and privilege of spending... Uh, private time uh, with uh, the Prime Minister on a number of occasions, um, both in his current role and in his various roles before his current role. I ask you because of the uh, the block, blockbuster bombshell revelation that he uh, told the world about one week ago today. What were your impressions when you saw him speaking about what Israel had discovered about Iran? Well, first of all, I thought to myself, Israel's been famous for sending spies into other lands for a long time. I went back to, I went back to Joshua and Caleb, right, and the report, the report that they brought back. Um, and uh, listen, um, Israel has long been the courageous uh, folks on the front lines of alerting the rest of the world um, to a lot of situations, and the brilliant uh, folks bringing to the world all kinds of innovations and technology and science, et cetera. And so um, I think that we're, we're facing an incredible threat in uh, the presence of um, the, the, the madmen of Iran, and that is unfortunately something that has been emboldened by the past few American administrations, and hopefully uh, the world will wake up to... The, the very clear, stark reality that Israel has been aware of for a long time and is now bringing in an even more forceful way to the world's attention. Mm. Bishop Robert Stearns is with us. Um, you and your constituency are uh, thrilled, I think that's a, an appropriate term, uh, with the announcement by the President of the United States that the U.S. Embassy will be moved very shortly from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, Correct. I had the, I had the uh, the privilege uh, when the New York Times called for uh, op-ed articles uh, to be written about this. They they chose one to write for the moving to the embassy and one to write against the moving to the embassy. And I wrote probably six eight months ago uh, in favor of moving the embassy 
for the op-ed for the Times, and we, we cannot be more happy uh, that the rest of the world is catching up with what is a historical, uh, legal, uh, biblical, eternal reality that Jerusalem is and forever shall be uh, the undivided capital of Israel and the Jewish people. Now, I, I say this with seriously with, with the utmost respect, or maybe I should say, you know, with no disrespect, but you know the audience uh, to whom you're now speaking, and you know that it is rare that we ever feel we have a friend in this world. <laughs> you know, we usually feel very isolated and, and very alone, so to speak, uh, especially if you look at our history. Uh, there are people listening right now curious about the, the devotion, about the incredible commitment that you and your constituency internationally, I would say, have made to Jerusalem, to the Jewish people, to Israel, to the government of Israel. And by the way, not always with the... Uh, uh, you know, not always in the easiest environment, not always with with the with a positive reaction uh, by some uh, of your own faith around the world. So, what what could you say to us about why it's so important to bridge these gaps and why you find and you feel that your initiatives in Israel are so vital? Well, first of all, I think that the Jewish people have every reason uh, to be suspicious, uh, to be cynical, to be guarded. Uh, to be remarkably hesitant uh, in in embracing uh, Christian friendship and support. Um, Christian history has not proven um, positive for the Jewish people. Right. Um, so there's no doubt that there have been horrific atrocities, unspeakable crimes committed against the Jewish people under the banner and in the name of Christianity uh, over the past 2,000 years. And that motivates me on a daily basis. Uh, the need for uh, teshuvah, the need for repentance uh, for what has been done against the Jewish people in the name of Christ. Having said that, um, what I hope to be able to educate um, my Jewish friends on is that there is a new breed of Christianity that is alive in the world today. Evangelical Christianity has a philo-Semitic theological orientation, unlike Roman-based Christianity uh, of the past uh, 2,000 years. Evangelical Christianity, which has been primarily in its demographic ascendancy in the last, let's say, 100 to 150 years, um, has a philo-Semitic theological orientation, views the Scriptures in a completely different way. And so from that sense, we have a very high view of Scripture. So when we read Genesis 12, 3, you know, I will bless those who bless you. When we read, uh, you know, uh, Psalm 122, pray for the peace, shalom, shalom, Yerushalayim, um, we take these very literally. Um, uh, we, we, you know, if I forget the O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget its cunning, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. We take these scriptures personally. And so um, we, there are today approximately 600 million evangelicals around the world. Wow. Evangelical Christianity is the one branch of Christianity that is growing globally. And certainly not every evangelical Christian would be, you know, a Zionist or understand the realities of this, but there's an extremely strong... Um, uh, pillar 
of pro-Israel Christianity within the evangelical movement globally, and we take it seriously. Uh, it is the absolute pledge of our lives um, that for the rest of our lives, for our children, for our grandchildren, uh, whatever we do, we will stand with Israel and the Jewish people. Um, my 15-year-old son has been to Israel 18 times. Wow. My 11-year-old twins have been to Israel 14 times. <laughs> uh, every day, the, the last thing we do before we go to bed is we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. It's the last words we speak to each other uh, before our family goes to sleep. So um, the, the suspicion, the trepidation of the Jewish people is completely understandable. However, uh, we face in our generation twin threats to our future. The threat on one side is radical Islam, and the threat on the other side is radical secularism, radical humanism, an anti-God bias that is sweeping uh, the Western world. And so it's incumbent upon Jews and Christians, while respecting our theological differences, to unite around that which does unite us, which is a love of the Word of God, and a commitment to the Word of God, and a commitment to the Jewish state. Wow. All I can say is God bless you. Dr. Robert Stearns, Bishop Robert Stearns is with us, founder and executive director of Eagle's Wings. Finally, I I, I needed to ask you about this, and you just alluded to it, I guess, uh, when speaking of your children's um, back, back and forth um, travel relationship uh, with Israel. Um we, as a people, you can imagine, those living outside of Israel feel it's very important that we you know, continue to uh, bridge the gap between Israel and the Jews in the uh, diaspora, whether it means sending our children there to study for years at a time, or uh, the Birthright Israel program I'm sure you're very familiar with and what kind of effect it has on those who've never been there, who uh, who discover their heritage when, when they travel there. You, you have started and have maintained for years an incredible program where pastors, and many of them young pastors with young families across the United States, under your guidance, under your umbrella, travel to Israel for these breakthrough, what I would call breakthrough missions, for these life-changing events. Uh, number one, it's it's a remarkable how you were able to implement it, and number two, I'm sure you could tell us how successful they are uh, in, in getting young pastors to bring the message of Israel to their communities. Well, you know, the the... The evangelical support for Israel that America has walked in um, over the past few decades largely coalesced around the recreation of the state, the rebirth of the state several uh, 70 years ago, and out of the, the horrors of, of the Shoah. And so this was the context and, and the, the focus um, that drove um, the last generation of evangelicals, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I don't need to tell you that much of the younger generation, the millennial generation, views the world through the lenses of social justice. It's kind of the mantra of the millennial generation. And all too often, to the uninformed, to the uninitiated, to the uneducated, uh, if you're glancing at the Israel-Palestinian situation from a distance, uh, you know, the Palestinians can look like David and Israel can look like Goliath. Uh, if you've never been there, if you don't have any reference point, if you're not educated on the situation. And so we feel that it is absolutely critical and vital um, to find young millennial evangelical pastors of significant churches, large churches, and to bring them over and to give them 
um, this introduction to the state of Israel. Um, actually, just yesterday in my church, uh, we had one of these young pastors. He's 29 years old. Uh, he has a very significant congregation. He speaks to thousands of people a week. And he just he stood in my pulpit yesterday, and he, he thanked my congregation for sending him because he said, you know, before I had this experience, he said Israel was just a concept. It was just a theory. He said I had it as a, you know, a theological idea in my mind that I would see it flit by on the news. But he said now, you know, my entire world is now surrounding uh, Israel, and, and it's, it's on my mind every day. In fact, he's preparing to go back again, and he's bringing his uh, two brothers-in-law with him <laughs> in July. He's going back, he, you know, he was just there for the first time two months ago, he's already <laughs> going back twice in the same year. So that's the snowball effect we want. Um, most of the pastors we bring, soon after they come back, immediately sign up to bring their whole churches with them. Uh, so we've seen hundreds and hundreds um, now come from their churches after we get the young pastors there. So we feel that it's really vital that the pro-Israel stance that the evangelical community has enjoyed in the past is maintained by getting these younger millennial pastors there, and we're thrilled to have that as our flagship program. It's amazing, really amazing. Like I said earlier, God bless you. I, I thank Rabbi Schneier. It's because of him that we met, and I, I hope that you and I uh, can continue to be in touch and uh, and do what we can to uh, just continue to promote how amazing Israel is to everybody, to Jews and Gentile alike. Well, you're, listen, your program and all that you I mean, you're a great shaliach for, for the state of Israel <laughs> over the shofar God's given you uh, called radio. And uh, so it's an honor to be with you, and I look forward to great further conversation. Thank you so much. There he is, uh, Pastor, excuse me, Bishop Robert Stearns, who is the uh, executive director and founder of Eagle's Wings. And as I said, met him in Washington, D.C., and just felt that at least initially I had to just say one big thank you for the support that him and his constituency is giving to the state of Israel and the program that he has bringing uh, young pastors to Israel uh, who come back and uh, inspire others to learn about and to experience Israel is simply amazing. More coming up 16 minutes after 8 o'clock on a Monday morning broadcast. You're listening to JM in the AM. (laughs) 